Well, thank you as always to so many people who have helped to put our worship service together. Uh, for Pam Pash, who was our liturgist this morning, for that beautiful piece by um, our Faith Ringers, for Gary Brubaker, and for the Wesley Choir and the praise team, who have put so much new music together for us for this series and for this Advent and Christmas season. Thank you. Uh, we close out with this last Sunday of Advent, um, the season of waiting, waiting and waiting. Um, I've been sick this week. I was put on vocal rest for a while. And when I went to one of the doctors, um, I was so frustrated. Um, and I said, isn't there anything that you can do? Um, and he just looked at me and he said, no, it just takes time. And of course, thinking about all of these lessons from Advent that I have learned, not only this year, but the years before, I looked at him and I said, I don't have time. Waiting is not always easy. It's not always for the faint of heart either. And this season of waiting, we are not just passively waiting, but we are waiting and preparing for Jesus to be born, not just to hear the story again, but how Jesus is born in our lives and how Jesus will come again. We've been hearing this through the messengers that have told this to, to God's, God's people, the goes that God has called, these angels, these messengers who, who bring messages of more hope, more peace, more love, more joy, and less fear. And so this morning, more love. Will you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. <clears throat> Have you ever just screamed out, give me a sign? I mean, have you ever just cried out for that, that you just want God to give me a sign? Now, for me, sometimes it's been um, when I'm feeling like at the end of my rope um, or, or just very confused or even lost, when I just want to feel confident in something or secure in a decision that I have to make. Give me a sign. In some more charismatic circles um, or charismatic traditions, um, sometimes this is called putting out the fleece, um, coming from the story of Gideon putting out the fleece in Judges 6. It was a way of asking for a sign that you're on the right path or what you might be supposed to do. Give me a sign. Now, in some ways, it's almost that cry for desperation but I also think it's really a cry for hope that's behind it. I don't think it's desperate. We always want something to believe in. And it can be all too easy to become hopeless and despondent when you look at all of the world around us. I mean, maybe it's following political debates or maybe examining political policies or governmental policies watching and hearing threats of war and violence, seeing injustices against women and children, maybe witnessing the mistreatment of seniors, hearing people who are struggling with mental illness. I don't know about you, but so many times I just, 
I've just whispered or I've just found myself shouting, Jesus, fix it. And I wait. And I, I think I may know sometimes how those first century folks felt, waiting for a Messiah, watching the world seemingly fall apart all around them, wondering when it would happen, either when it would all end or when the Messiah would come and fix it, while watching political leaders argue about who's in charge and who's right or more right, being subjected to war and violence at all times, seeing injustices against women and children and seniors and give me a sign. I think that it would be so easy. It is too easy to lose hope. And the thing about waiting is you, you have to believe it's coming. And when you're waiting for the Messiah, the one who saves, you are holding on to hope that something will change it for the better. Those cries of Jesus, fix it, mean that you actually believe that Jesus can, but not only that Jesus can, Jesus will. Waiting is not for the faint of heart because waiting takes extreme hope. It shouts in the face of hopelessness that hopelessness doesn't win because you're still waiting with hope. The hope that says love will come, love will be born, and we're willing to wait for it. And there is that passive waiting where you wait for something to happen which is not the waiting that we do during Advent. We actively wait with hope. We prepare. And when we cry, Jesus, fix it. Jesus, fix it. Jesus, fix it. Give me a sign. Jesus responds back to us. How will you help me? How will we join in the work of redeeming the world? How will we make the world a better place here and now and for the future? Give me a sign. And so we wait with hope, peace, love, and joy. Because all of these are acts of resistance. Hope is an act of resistance because it says to hopelessness, you don't win. <clears throat> love is an act of resistance which says to hatred, you don't win. Joy is an act of resistance because it says to despair, you don't win. Advent is the season of resistance. I mean, to be honest, there are so many seasons in the church which are acts of resistance. Give me a sign that the light is in the world. And so we testify to the light. We keep telling stories of hope, love, peace, and joy. And we keep offering acts of hope, love, peace, and joy. And it stands as a signal to all people. Give me a sign. And this story that we know so well, that we tell every year, says, 
This will be a sign to you. The angels tell the story. The shepherds tell the story. Mary sings the story. Joseph tells the story. Elizabeth tells the story. Zechariah tells the story. This will be a sign for you. We continue to tell the story. Give me a sign. This will be a sign for you. Because we always need reminders. We need reminders of how the world was created to be. That we're not created to be violent or angry or fearful. <coughs> we're created out of and for love. Sometimes we need to be reminded that God has never abandoned us. Give me a sign. This wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace has entered the world. The Messiah inspires us to build the world that God has always dreamed of. This will be your sign. This is our sign to be reminded of those things because we've seen ugliness. And sometimes out of fear, maybe we've contributed to it but we don't have to keep doing it. We can testify to the light. We can follow Jesus. We can trust the wonderful counselor. We can imagine the world as it can be. We can build it with more hope, more love, more peace, more joy, and less fear. This will be your sign. So we share these messages of hope, peace, love, and joy, just as the angels did. As we, as we remind ourselves, this will be your sign. What signs can we offer to a world who wants to see these messages of hope, love, peace, and joy? How can we share more love practically right now? <clears throat> Maybe it says, Simple as calling and texting your family or friends. Maybe if you can't be together because of travel arrangements or sicknesses or her work schedules, but to call each other and just say, I love you. I just called to say, I love you. Or texting a joke. Maybe it's being aware of what you're sharing both out of what you tell people, what you post online, making sure that it's truthful, making sure that it's contributing to more hope, more love, more peace, and more joy, and less fear. Y'all, people are tired. You're tired. Be gentle with each other. Be gentle with yourself. Maybe you need to learn about something new, a culture that's not your own, or, or about someone different than you. Maybe as you're still purchasing your last minute gifts, you, you buy local, or you buy from local artists or local businesses, local restaurants, local stores to support your community, or to show someone else just something that you enjoy so much. 
thanking, thanking your grocery store employees, tipping your Instacart deliverers or your food delivery people. Maybe, maybe it's helping to offer someone with their kids, maybe some childcare or helping with homework. Or maybe, do you wanna come and bake cookies together? Maybe it's making a meal for the Freeport Area Church Cooperative or another feeding program or donating food. Maybe it's surprising a neighbor with a loaf of bread or some Christmas cookies or Christmas jams or Christmas ham. Dream about how the world could be. How do you want the world to be full of more hope, more love, more peace, more joy, and less fear? And do something small to will that into existence. This will be your sign. You may be a sign for someone else to have more love, more hope, more peace, more joy, and less fear. This will be your sign. The light has always been in the world. It started from the beginning, let there be light. The world came into being through the light. We claim the light. We work for the light. We bring the light with more hope, more love, more peace, more joy, and less fear. One spark, one flicker, one flame, one act of light and love at a time. This will be your sign. This is how we were created to be. Do not be afraid. Let it be with me according to your will. Emmanuel, God with us. This will be your sign. Thanks be to God. Amen.